welcome to Season 3 of Love Unlimited with Helen podcast. In this season, we shall open up our borders and explore the vast richness, abundance, and uniqueness of life. We shall dig deep to learn more about relationships in their every single sense. Our guests for this season are equipped with loads of wisdom and knowledge that I'm also eager to delve into as I learn and grow. Hi, my name is Helen, Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach. Love, life and prosperity drive my curiosity and I love delving into all this with joy. What drives you? If you haven't connected with me yet, please make a point to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. Let's continue the talk after this podcast on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And my pen name is Guru Helen. You can also learn more about me and what I'm about on www.guruhelen.com. I look forward to connecting more with you. This podcast is sponsored by Popstar Seize Your Center Stage. It is available on Handbook and Kindle version. You can get yourself a copy on Amazon.ca, Amazon.com, or better still, you can find it on my website at www.guruhelen.com. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another session of Love Unlimited with Helen. And today we are talking about weak relationships. What are the signs that your relationship is ailing? And I've noticed over a period of time, I have been podcasting that conflict resolution, peace, uh, reconciliation, and podcasts that gear towards resolution of conflict or talking uh, about solving issues, discussing preference, winning your spouse over, getting unity. They have gotten quite a bit of uh, followership. People have been listening to that. But this means that because people are listening to those things that help reconcile, heal, and reunite a relationship, it means that there are some crevices, some gaps in the relationship. I believe in sealing the cracks rather than building new walls. I believe in mending broken things rather than buying new ones. I believe in fixing what's not working well instead of throwing it out and starting afresh or getting a new one. In this world, in this era of if it breaks, you can always get another one. Even if it's made in China, you still can get another one that will serve a little bit longer and then it breaks and then you get another one from China and then it breaks and then you get another one from China. That is the mentality today. And what is even worse, I don't even need to have money to fix it or to buy it. I have a credit card and I can go buy whatever I want whenever I want on credit. Remember, when you buy stuff on credit, you are not buying. You are actually borrowing in order to satisfy a need. In short, 
you're stealing from your future. And the same applies to relationships, whether they are work relationships, marriage relationships, or friendships. These are things that we have cemented everywhere. We are no longer working towards long-term relationships. We are no longer cultivating endurance, patience, tolerance, and even love and care and long-lasting partnerships. We are looking for what serves me now. What is in it for me now? That is W-I-I-F-M. Now not tomorrow, not in the future. We have stopped investing in the future, but rather seeking to satisfy the current urge of relationships. Let's have a look at what I want to talk about today. What are the signs that your relationship is headed for the rough waters? What are the signs that you're already in a storm? And what are the signs that you need to get your navigation tools in order or you need to change your compass what are the signs here are a few number one right from get-go when you are dating and you are already fighting having conflicts having issues of distrust snooping around each other checking on each other's phones and you are dating you are dating not even married Please don't marry that spouse because that means they have trust issues that will grow bigger in your marriage. Because in marriage, they, it doesn't mean you'll always spend time together. It doesn't always mean you'll work in the same city together. It does not always mean that you'll stick together forever in the same place. People move countries, people move states, people move provinces, people move cities, yet they're still married. Some people are thousands of kilometers away from their spouses. How do you maintain trust issues if you can't trust your spouse right sitting opposite you with a phone. Really? Question. So if you are a snoop, you keep checking around, you keep looking around, and you're not even married. And even if you're married, you'll never find anything that will make you happy if you're snooping around. So if you have trust issues, you need to address that right from get-go, right from the word-go, right from the beginning. The second one is communication. Do you always communicate with your spouse only when you need help, when you need to tell them to do something, or when you're trying to double-check something that you're not sure they did, or to check if the in-laws are coming or not? Do you ever sit down just doing nothing having popcorn or even a cup of tea or coffee and just talk shop. Just talk about your future. Wander around, wander off into your dreams and visions and de desires without formally having a meeting. Do you ever sit down next to your spouse and talk without feeling the urge to be on the protective gear? Well, if you're always feeling angsty on the edge and the words that come to your head every time your spouse talks to you is, what did I do now? What have I done now? What did I just do? Why is she or he always on my case? Why, why is this all fault finding coming from? If you are always on that edge, 
you need to address your communication issues. It means you are both or one of you is lacking in communication skills. It means you have not yet connected as communication partners. You are not yet a team or a partners on the same team. You're not yet in the same wavelength of chatting and talking. You have nothing in common when it comes to chat, talk, sharing, dreams, and visions. You need to sit down and reorganize your ship. You need to check which direction you're headed, your GPS is taking you. Because right now, if you're there, you are not headed to the correct destination of a married couple. Number three, repeated conflicts. I was in turmoil uh, last year. There's a time in my life I was always fault-finding my spouse. I was always looking for something wrong with him. I was looking eagerly, waiting to find something wrong so that I can blow up. I need, and he is the one who actually brought that to my attention that I am fault finding, that I'm looking for something that's wrong with him, that I was in the negative pain of our relationship. And I looked at it, I sat down and I went all the way back down the year. Probably COVID had, had hit me wrongly. Maybe I was going through some hormonal changes, maybe some self-esteem issues. Yes. And there were a lot of those issues in my head and Combined with that and seeing that he was doing well without my having to help, I was just trying to pull him down, made me feel a little bit unhappy about it, that we were no longer a team. And to make sure that he knows it, instead of telling him that, I went all out trying to bellow and yell and back it up his aisle, trying to make him see that I needed help. When he told me that, I went back, sat down, took a notebook, looked at what I've been doing and tried to find the reasons. And I had to come back, apologize, tell him what I've been going through, why I was going through or what I was going through, how I was feeling at that point in time and what he could do to help me. We did get out of that. For coaches, they're not saints. They go through the same, same challenges. And when we talked, I also asked whether there is something that I haven't been doing correctly that needs to be changed. And he gave me feedback and we worked things out. Well, it takes a lot of guts and courage to do that. And this is what I say. If you had the guts to say, I do, if you had the guts to marry that person, if you had the guts to hire that person, if you had the guts to create a relationship with that person, then you do have the right tools, the right mechanism and the right equipment to sit down and cause correct. It's important to sit down and chat, talk, cause correct so that you can move on as a team. If you don't do that, I can assure you, your ship is not going to dock. It will get to the bay in pieces, everyone going their way. The other one is, and that should be number four, declining romance. This is in relationships, marriage. If there is no more romance, when you guys used to have sparks in the bedroom and nowadays 
there's be there's barely an amber burning way into the horizon. You can't see what's happening. Sometimes you don't even want to be touched. You don't want to hold hands. You don't want to kiss. You don't want touchy-touchy. You feel like you detest or abhor the the thought of being touched. It means you're no longer romantically com- connected. You need to see a relationship therapist or a sex therapist or any kind of a counselor who will help you reconnect and rekindle the flames. Maybe all you need is a spa session. You need to get out. You go for a retreat, just out, change the environment and talk your issues out there without the children, the work pressure and everybody just glaring down at you. You may need to do that because again, remember erotic love, the love between a man and a woman is all about sparks at whatever age, whether you're in your twenties or you're in your nineties. Sparks have to be there and in the right way for the right purpose. The other one that I really like to talk about is time for each other. As people get busier in these times, I know couples who have each two to three jobs trying to make a living. I wonder how that adds up or trying to leave. I often feel like that is not really true. You're working three jobs in order to keep up with the Joneses, trying to make ends meet so that you can look like Mr. X or Mrs. Y or Mr. Jones's family. You need to create time for each other. Relationships are built and the currency that's used to build relationships is time for each other. The question is, how is your currency? Is it strong? Does it have a high exchange rate or is it low exchange rate? How much time do you spend with your spouse? Whether just... Whether just at home sitting down, watching TV, having dinner, or just idling on a Sunday afternoon walking in a park, or even sitting in a pathway somewhere, observing nature, looking at how life goes by, or even maybe weekly or monthly, a date in a restaurant, high end. When do you dress up for your spouse? If those things used to exist before you got married, then two kids down, five years down, seven years down, you barely even notice a pimple on your spouse's face. You barely even notice that your spouse has added weight or has lost weight. You barely notice that their hair is receding, their hairline is receding, or your other spouse has alopecia or whatever is happening in their lives and you notice aging lines coming up and you can't see them and you never notice because you never really are there. Even when they're talking to you, you're either looking down or looking sideways or watching TV somewhere you never get to see each other in earnest looking into each other's eyes and talking if you have lost that connection it is time to review your relationship and seriously so carry out an audit to find out what is wrong and where you missed the map where did you miss the route lastly lies Lies, la 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 lies. Oh why, oh why, oh why? You tell me, la 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 lies. Never to think, 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 think. You remember that song? Yes. 
lies. You don't want to see your spouse, you tell lies. You don't want to take them on a Valentine's date, you tell lies. You don't want to buy them their birthday gifts, you tell them lies. They need help for, from you, maybe at home, you tell them lies. They are stuck in a problem, you tell lies. It means you no longer value and respect your spouse. If you just tell them lies to avoid meeting them, helping them, or even making them feel better, you have lost trust, you have lost respect for yourself and for your spouse. Time for another relationship audit. Here, I may talk for very, very long time because these are things that are happening every day to many people. And the result of all this is what we are looking in terms of statistics of failed relationships, failed marriage relationships, failed dating, failed fiancé or whatever it is, failed relationships. And this does not just happen in marriage, except for the fact of romance, lack of romance. The other aspects apply in every other relationship. And anytime you find yourself headed for the waves and challenges like the ones I've just mentioned, it is crucial that you sit down with your spouse. And if you need help of an external person, a third party, maybe a therapist, a counselor, or a coach, you need to have time and rekindle what is lost. Repair the broken parts of the relationship. Change your navigation route, change your GPS, because if you don't do that, like I said, when the time comes, your ship will not dock. We'll only see driftwood. All of you will have fallen apart. And the saddest thing in this part is that when marriages break, most people think it's the couples that carry the biggest brunt of a broken marriage. It is not them. It's actually the children. The children who saw their father as a hero and the sons who saw their mother as the best image of female goddesses in the world, they lose that bond. They lose that image of a man who is their hero whom they look up to become like and the mother who is their goddess their heroine their queen who they would like to marry or be like that mentorship the subconscious adoration that the kids need to grow up to be responsible adults is lost this is a topic we can talk forever and ever about, but here it is. I have given you signs that of marriages in challenge and how to take care of them early as possible. I may not have given in details, but we will cover that. We will cover that in due course. For now, let's do a diagnosis. Take a time, write these symptoms down, and if you see just like any illnesses, if you see you have signs of any one or more of this, it's time to see the marriage doctor. And until next week, this is Helen signing out. Peace and love to you all. Goodbye. And that is all we had for today. I'm glad that you learned something, you grew, you enjoyed. And I'd encourage you to subscribe to this podcast 
share so that your friends can also learn a thing or two from the platform. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Helen Juma, or at Guru Helen on Instagram, Facebook. This podcast was sponsored by Popstar. Get yourself a copy on www.guruhelen.com. And until next week, where we shall invite another guest, learn, grow, and love some more. This is Helen signing out. Peace and love to y'all.